And welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Starf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. Welcome to our one year anniversary. I said it Whoa. last podcast, um, but officially this week is our yeah, one year that's anniversary. Crazy. One whole year doing this podcast. One year ago, I did my very first podcast. Not interview, but no, I mean, just like appearance, I guess. You would have showed up about three weeks from now. One year of this podcast being around. Oh, okay. So it's not my one year anniversary. It's. No, it is your one year anniversary. No, it's my one year yeah, anniversary. It's your yeah. one year anniversary. The show didn't really count. Yeah, until y'all got here. Anyway. I will yeah, agree with that. Yeah. Me and Philip, who has just been sitting next to me saying nothing for the last two months. So. We miss Philip. I miss him so much. Yeah. We should probably take the duct tape off of his mouth. Yeah. But he keeps giving me the nod, like, because it would hurt his beard, so we leave it on, but then he can't really do anything. So, uh, sure. officially, since we became us. Oh, I don't think we, I don't think you've ever actually officially propose anything so if you don't say anything that's how we do it and stuff if you don't actually say the words it doesn't actually count um before we right? get into it well, go follow us on facebook twitter instagram leave us a review thank you for everybody that's been leaving us reviews lately um thank you for everybody that's been telling your friends that's the only way we get around so we're a big old slut so yeah We'll, we'll, well, just, that, we'll just play free for anybody. It's just wrong that I keep. I want to. I want to. I want to touch on that. Okay, so let's say you're dating a girl, oh, and God. by dating you are going to the movies, going through her house. You're going steady. Going steady. Uh-huh. But you're not saying you're going steady. You just went to a movie with a girl, and then the next week you went to a movie with a girl. The third week you go to a movie with a different girl. First girl gets mad, and then you say, "But we never said that we were officially." Are you saying Boyfriend, girlfriend? You're, you're wanting to go on other podcasts? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if I did, you would feel betrayed, I imagine. Yeah, you're the co-host of this podcast. podcast. But we never said that I was exclusive to this podcast. I'll get you to sign paperwork. <laughs> I need a ring or something. I need a dinner, Chris. Mm. We need to have a candlelit conversation. So yeah, one year with Sam and Philip. Yeah. Um, and I will say, this is when the podcast really got its legs and we got the format down. Yeah. Um, this is when I met Phil, um, Sam actually one year ago today. Ironically, my girlfriend tells me all the time that I have nice legs. So that's really weird. Thank you. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something we always do on this podcast when it's your first time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the episode one, I gave out my top five current wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you were on the podcast, you gave your first time, uh, first top five current wrestlers ironically because i don't listen to the show because he doesn't because i'm on the show why would i listen to it another time you listen to it over every and over every again. week yeah. most of our listeners i think are just you so <laughs> i asked you to go back and listen to the first one i was on so you could remind me of who i said my top five so he words. wanted me to do his homework for and him. apparently as much as i ramble still i think i was much worse then. yeah you were much that worse then. so it was top I'd... five would have taken me what like 45 minutes to say yeah i think it was your <laughs> it took like 45 minutes of me this fast forward and i never really picked out other than it was chris jericho and one of them probably oh that chris jericho was on the main roster at that time. my health things so, have changed here i have my list from last year okay um, this is this is your current favorite professional wrestler from in 2016 in the world or exclusively WWE even if it was coincidentally so, just WWE. so last year in 2016 I only watched WWE yeah that's fair so it was only WWE wrestlers so 2016 my t- seems like yeah. so long ago to me. so my t- uh, list came from let's go from five to one uh, Finn Balor. Uh-huh. Chris Jericho, okay. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns. Oh, such a mark list. Yeah, it really is. Like, it sounds like a. <laughs> sounds like such a like. Don't worry, it ain't getting much better for this year. But... Okay, so, um, and that's um current. 
Did you get, do you want to give do you want to give your all time? Is that your, oh, also your all time? No. So my uh, old ones, uh, old guys, are guys that retired and don't wrestle anymore. Is Scott Hall, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Sting, and Shawn Michaels. And within that time, you met Scott Hall. I have. Yeah. I met Scott Hall. I'm looking at his autograph right now. Um, I still hope to meet um, Sting and Stone Cold one day. Yeah. That's probably a dream of mine. Hogan seems like it'd be kind of easy to meet. You just go to his shop, and most of the time he's there. I don't know if his shop's still there or not anymore. No, Orlando it's wasn't there. really hit that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still there. There uh, was I concern saw... that... His, I, well, <laughs> there was a concern. I had concern <laughs> when the storm happens, like... Oh, Hogan just built his beach shop. It's going to uh, be gone. Oh, no. uh, it's actually moving to a different location. So the place that you oh, went okay. to, it's moving across the street and down the road a little bit. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I know that yeah. either. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was my current list. So my, so my current wrestlers were very different a year ago, for sure. As Wrestling is a weird vortex of time where right. a year is not that long. But and at the same time, times. eons. So you know? y'all were on the show for... Um, two months when Wrestle Kingdom happened, mm-hmm. you told me to watch Wrestle Kingdom. You like you'll enjoy it. It's yeah. long, but just stick through it. We you won't, won't understand any what anyone's called, any of the names, any of the. I won't com- understand any uh, of some of the wrestlers. Yeah, I know some of the wrestlers just because they were cast off from WWE at one yeah. time or another. I fell in love with New Japan, mm-hmm. and it's probably my favorite wrestling promotion now. And much to the chagrin of our listeners, you managed to talk about it at some point and. Every, every single show. interview we do, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Which, again, uh, also makes you a mark. And then I'm also being an asshole mark by calling you a mark on a wrestling podcast. Like, I should even be able to say shit about it. Do you, does that bother you? Like, it doesn't, it wouldn't bother you. It's just, I would imagine. You know that answer already, yeah. The insider terms, as if we know anything. Which we do. I mean, we have a podcast. Uh, we like to talk about it. We like to, I think, I always kind of view our, our show as being... We're huge fans. Mm-hmm. We like to talk about it, and I like listening to shows by guys that sound actually that remind sti- me of me, and I would want to have a conversation with that actually guys. still enjoy the product. Yeah, um, but I don't. I I like to think that we don't come off like know it alls, or that we. No, um, I don't think no so. better, or that we, we just we just that it's implied in everything we say that this, this is our opinion that we're just having fun and talking. But about it's it. more at the same time. I think we fall into the level of smart marks. We understand we how the business works, at least from an outsider's point we, of view. We we understand that's that, but that's yeah. my point is that wrestling fans have gotten to a point now where because the knowledge is so much more accessible, people right. think they know. So now because they have any knowledge, they think they know how everything works. Yeah, and we when don't. we don't, yeah. we're not in the business. We you know don't know anything. There I are people that hate Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer knows a lot more than most people should know mm-hmm. and he's never been a worker been involved in anything directly no he's so, always been a journalist but he's worked you know, for people he's yeah. worked for new japan yeah. and stuff like that so but it's just it's just an interesting thing the whole there's so much pride in wrestling i saw you saw the stuff that happened this week with um the they released emma and darren young and, and summer ray which summer i didn't ray. realize worked for the company and darren still. young hasn't been on television in over a year summer ray I think longer, longer. Emma, maybe early in the year. Emma was just on just TV had, this week. Had, had a program with Oscar. She had like a fifty-fifty match with Oscar. Yeah. If if anything, more than fifty-fifty, and that's pro her. But regardless, what happened with that? So then, um, uh, Leo Rush, who just got signed by WWE, tweeted, "I guess somebody wasn't really wasn't ready for Oscar." Like in response to Emma being fired, and he got a whole bunch of flack. Oh, really? A whole bunch of heat. 
because he was being disrespectful. Now, he's not a, a heel. He's barely been on NXT. I just think it's so weird how people do like a work kind of... Social media is such a weird thing when you're playing, a, when you're a wrestler. Because you're yourself, you have your own opinions, but you're also this character. You're also representing whatever promotion or company that you're working for. And the only know. people I see that stick up with it is like Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin Owens is... But then like Baron Young, uh, Baron Corbin uh, trashed some people That's and right. he got a lot of flack for mm-hmm. it for being... It was like he was his he was in character or maybe not character. It's just, it just is such a weird like you can kind of pick and choose how you feel about it. Let's go... But let's... at the same time, your f- top five from last last year, regardless of... Uh, your favorite wrestlers are your favorite wrestlers. That's a great question to ask of any wrestling fan. I think it's a good standard that we have on the show. Yes. It's just amazing how much your list in particular just evokes this kind of reaction like, oh man, Chris. That sounds like, it's like saying like, what are your five favorite movies? And you're like, all right, Citizen Kane, Shawshank the Boondanks, the yeah. Boondock Saints. Like it's, it's that yeah, same yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? So <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and start. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about my, my five now. Now. So this is, Pre-Ring of Honor, uh, post-Ring of Honor fan, post-New Japan fan. Okay, so refresh. I want you to say that list one more time, just so I have it fresh in my head. So, 2016, sorry. November 2016. Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Finn Balor. <sighs> okay. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's like it's, it's the top yeah. of WWE yeah, guys. Yeah. So, so let's go with. Uh, so this is your this is your current top five. Guys. Current top five. Now, how do you define your top five? Like these are guys, just you. It's my favorite. You get excited about yeah, when they come on. Uh, no matter what, Kenny Omega. Oh my god. Number one. Jesus Christ. I I get excited <laughs> every single time I see his match. Now. Anything. Do you get more excited when you see him dressed up like Princess Jasmine? Slightly. Yes. Slightly As we all do. more excited in different parts of my body. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Roman Reigns, number two. Number two. So, so these are ranked. Your number one guy yeah, yeah. is Kenny number Omega? It's Kenny Omega. Okay. He, he def- by far um, been my favorite wrestler of the whole entire year. Okay. Easily. Because I'm saying, like, you're not saying, like, because it's not like this isn't, like, a year in review you're, you're saying that. It might be a similar list, but this is just... Snarf Chris's personal favorite favorite wrestlers. this year. If some, if you had a loot crate of five wrestler T-shirts, you would want to be of these five guys. Yeah, okay. yeah, easily. There you, there you go. Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. I have no idea why. I think you pointed it out to me because it was the first wrestler I might have seen coming back into wrestling. It is. It is kind of a weird thing, just because I'd argue most people that would put Kenny Omega as their favorite wrestler Don't probably like would Roman not Reigns. say Roman Reigns. But again, if you really love. Citizen Kane, you might not say that you love the movie Armageddon, but, you know, there are some people that are like that. Hashtag sorry Emily Graves. Just, you know, it is what it is. Well, you like what you like, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you don't have to def- if you don't have a, if you can't say why, that doesn't matter. No, I learned how to, he does, he does a good spear. Yeah. He does, he does do a good I, spear. I like spears, I don't know. It's weird, there are very, a lot of people do the spear. Not a lot of people, would I say, if I'm being honest, do a good spear. I think the person who did the maybe the most consistently was Edge, and he did yeah. a terrible spear. Yes, he did. Sorry, Edge. I love I love you. Goldberg your, has your a good spear, spear not because great. it's real. Goldberg. Yeah, which is again, it's a different kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's just yeah. He's not a very. It's when I was before I knew about anything. I always thought like, why don't they like when Goldberg came back to WWE? I was like, why don't they just do with Goldberg what they used to do back in two thousand three, not two thousand, yeah, yeah. not last year. Back when we were so naive, thinking that he was, they were gonna, he was just be a one and done deal. I get it now. Like the whole, like I wouldn't want to put over someone who hurt 
so many people. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, you, you say that, but I've Dad heard he's a, he's a pretty safe dude to work with. So, Well, now. Yeah, now. So, number three. It's hard not to be safe if you only do three moves. In the this is match, true. So. Uh, number three is Okada. Kozuchka Okada. Okada is another guy. There's something about watching him wrestle. There's something about him coming out to the ring. There's just something about Okada. So, you know, you're familiar that a lot of people hate Okada as well. I don't really he's care. Been, he's been changing that opinion over the last mm. year. But before that, he had kind of a like a Roman Reigns kind of is this vibe to him being like, well, him being positioned Japan as the like, this him. is our new guy. Right. And you will love him. And everyone kind of went, ah. It's, I mean, it's an impossibility to watch one of his matches and not realize that dude is something special. Yeah. Well, he's had like maybe the most high quality matches of anyone this year easily yeah by, by far. far yeah right including your number one he's number three but you know whatever. yeah i like kenny omega better he looks better in a jasmine than okada yeah, which i'm not i don't I, I love it i'm i don't know if that sounds like this coming off me i, I loved this did you see him and marty scrolls aladdin yeah i did um i did somebody was dressed as the genie i didn't catch yeah, who it was i couldn't see who it was i thought it was um because I, I haven't watched the show tamatanga because it has a beard but i don't know who it is now it might have been him we didn't watch the show. I haven't watched. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit later. Then number four would be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. He's another guy. No matter what, it doesn't matter who it's with. I always say, if I was going to have a wrestling match, I would want it to be against AJ Styles. No training, anything. AJ Styles can make literally anybody look good. So you would want it to be with him because he would do all the work and make you look like a yes. bucks. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not arguing that point. Um, again, AJ Styles is another guy that you see him do stuff and it's different. Yeah. You know, he is different than everybody else yeah. around. It's where he's been around for a while though. Forever. You know? Yeah. Um, it's actually, I think once he stopped doing as much, he used to do a lot you, more. You can go on yeah. online and just, and search AJ Styles moves and that he and doesn't do anymore. That he yeah, doesn't do yeah. anymore. Um, but he, I feel like he started He's been better since he stopped doing all of that. Mm. He put on a little more weight and did less, but made that count more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's made all the difference. Yeah. And jumping to New Japan from TNA yeah. also helped. That helps a lot. Sorry, TNA. What, did you hear they fired Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. Again? Of course they did. If we, don't need, if we got into a conversation with the politics of TNA. Yeah, let's go. Number five, Kevin Owens. Oh, right. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin Owens is yet another guy. He's... No matter what they give him, that it's entertaining. Yeah, Kevin Owens is the man. If he's being funny, mm-hmm. it's funny. If yeah. he's being a badass, it's badass, yeah. and you believe every part of it. So he comes off as authentic. He com- he feels real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That has to do with the contradiction of his demeanor and physique and all of that near everybody else with everyone else. You know, I was watching a match where it was a. Uh, the other day a pwg show match with him versus brian cage and i was like well that's a contrast and and just appearance alone brian cage versus uh kevin owens um yeah it's a good list it's a good list i thought so i think it's um a little more it's more so you kept aj you kept roman you kept kevin uh, Chris, Chris Jericho is not a current, not a current wrestler, wrestler so and Finn Balor dropped Finn out Balor. because he hasn't really done anything this year. Oh, that's harsh. So, he did a lot more this year than he did last year. I mean, he won the Universal title last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. So. And he wrestled Samoa Joe. And he was in NXT last uh, year. Dallas match. Yeah. San Antonio match. Um, so. 
So you just think people are better in NXT. You didn't say Adam Cole. I thought you loved Adam Cole. I do like Adam Cole. You're just not top five. No, no, you got top three five. Uh, former IWGP. Well, one current. and yeah. No. Oh, no. No. Kenny Omega was not IWGP champion. And yet everyone thinks he's the best. Doesn't make sense to me. So how about you? Uh, my five. Top five. Um, top five are uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. You're lying. You don't even like um, the Young Bucks. <laughs> Anyone who's in NXT before they go to WWE, then they're terrible. And um, Cheeseburger. So you're top five. Okay, who are my real top five? All right. Uh, I have no idea who I said last year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I know Jericho, Kevin Owens was in there. Maybe something else. Uh, It's weird. WWE is so... I don't want to say inconsistent. I just... There's so many guys there, and they keep moving people in and out of where you feel like that's the guy that they're going with, other than... Roman, obviously. Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Brock Lesnar. Those yeah. are the three wrestlers of 2017 that have looked like a million bucks, whether they actually did look like a million bucks or not, all year. Um, everybody else kind of has some some dips. A lot, some of them way deeper dips than others, but just yeah, kind of yeah, up and down with everybody else. Kevin Owens, they keep yeah, high. You know, um, uh, AJ, they keep high. Yeah, but but still, where there's this weird, it's weird. I don't understand. It's like, like uh, this week Kevin Owens fought um Shinsuke Nakamura mm. in the main event of SmackDown, and I can still feel that that's like a they're giving this away for free. They're doing nothing with these guys, and it's like they are consistently main eventing their brand show on a weekly basis. And by the way, go watch Nakamura and Kevin Steen match. from Ring of Honor. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Which is what what's weird about it is that personally. I feel it is a better match. It is a but better match. But it's not much better of a match, in my opinion. It's probably I, not it, what you would think it's going yeah, to be. Well, it's yeah. it's it's one of those, they're over because they're already over, and it's a dream clash, so they come together and everyone treat. Whereas on SmackDown, no one, it wasn't treated like a dream match. The way they did with AJ Styles and Finn Balor at yeah, TLC yeah. a few weeks ago, that was treated like, first time ever, this is going to be a big deal. On SmackDown, it's just we have two of our SmackDown guys are going to wrestle, and it's qualifying for Survivor Series and blah blah blah. But it it didn't feel like, even though it's still the first time, or I don't even think it is the first time that they've wrestled on SmackDown. They've no, had tag I matches. So. I don't know yeah. if it's the first time they've had a one on one. Um, but the match quality, when you see people like on the indies and things like that, I've said this before. It's not they give them more time. It's the attention and the scope that they put on things more than anything else. The audience is more invested. And I don't know what, why they're more invested specifically. They definitely are, but it's not like I think the performers themselves are giving less on the main roster in WWE than they were when they were in, on the independence. I don't think Kevin Owens is wrestles that different in WWE than he did before when he was um, Kevin Steen. Just he less ha- of the brawling. Yeah, style. he doesn't have as many hardcore matches yeah, or yeah. high profile matches in, in that kind of sense. But the style's still there. He still you know, wrestles his his stuff i guess you know like Sami Zayn is such a um is such a dramatic wrestler he's mm. one of those guys that when you don't give him time he doesn't have as much time to kind of tell the stories that i feel like he's associated with when Sami Zayn gets 30 minutes he has a blowout match mm-hmm. every single time yeah looking at nakamura match. you know exactly yeah. um even though he's again wrestles very similarly now than he did when he was el generico it's just the the spotlight is different okay top five 
My personal top five? Your your top No, uh, I'm I'm talking to the person behind you. Okay, well I didn't know. Philip, give I, me your top five. He can't say anything. He's got duct tape over. Okay, his anyway, mind. your top five. Go ahead. Um, I was waiting for Princess Leia to answer, which no one's gonna get. Mm, no, uh, she is behind me though. Pointing that laser gun. Do you have the um? Do you have the one in her, in the metal bikini? I don't. Just them because they're not making those anymore. There's a, a life size princess leia cut out let behind them, let them read between the lines yeah just out. let me hit, get that out of here go ahead um all right so i get kevin owens yeah for personally kazuchika okada finn balor and then i think see i'm going even deeper onto the he's a new zach saber jr mm-hmm. and keith lee okay those are the five guys that when i see something written about them those four kevin owens, oh no finn balor okay Okada, yeah yeah, yeah okay um i get excited finn balor for whatever reason it might be because he's beautiful because he's not he he's a flashy wrestler and that he's got you know the demon the demon look his style and his, and the coup de grace yeah, stuff like yeah. that but he doesn't wrestle like a ridiculous like crazed pace kind of or not necessarily pace uh it's not flippy shit all it's not flippy shit yeah. all the time yeah um though he feels like he does yeah like he feels like he's a lot more grounded I'm glad guy. that they never they he he it's good that they view him as such a star that they did not put him in the cruiserweight division. That would but they easily yeah. could have put him in the cruiserweight division, and he would have fit in there in yeah. terms of his weight and his style. But they see him as a heavyweight, and I think that that's great. I think it's part of the reason why people like Austin Aries and Neville left, because they're working their asses off, and no one views them as being able to get over the way Enzo is getting the division over, quote-unquote. But then you've got guys like Finn Balor, who they would compare themselves to. Um, which they might even be bigger than Tim Balor. Yeah, and it's, but that's weird. Is it's 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 a weird kind of. I like that they see him that way. AJ Styles similarly too. There are a it's, lot of guys in the main roster. They're 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 top guys. And which kind of worries me about Adam way. Cole because Adam Cole is even smaller than Finn Balor. Yeah, I read today that uh, the rumor is that Hideo Itami is going to be brought up and put in the cruiserweight division. Well, they need to do something with him anyway. So. Well, yeah, it was just there's nothing wrong. Um, ideally with the cruiserweight division it's just we've seen how it's been executed but again there's something about the wwe the main roster where there's so many performers it's like there's too many people to give everybody the attention they deserve the problem is that everybody everybody's awesome and they can't treat everybody awesome somehow so you lament anyone that's misused you know so uh good list thank you Zach I think Xavier so. Jr. and uh, what was the other last Keith one? Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee um, and Zach Xavier Jr. are mostly in the United States working with Evolve. Um, if you don't watch Evolve, you should check out Evolve. I know. They, um, Zach Xavier, I like. Evolve was started after Gabe Sapolsky and a few people parted ways with Ring of Honor. So the, the roots of Evolve are very um, similar to Ring of Honor's roots mm-hmm. um, and their vibe of, of, of wrestling promotion. And... WWE has been working with them, and I don't know if it's if they have a relationship with whatever. I mean, Johnny Gargano was Evolve, uh, Drew Galloway was Evolve champion, you know, right before he came. To Alistair WWE. Black, Alistair Black, a lot, you know, Chris Hero. Yeah. So they've been working with I've WWE seen, and Evolve. And kind I've of seen matches from together. Evolve and everything, but I just yeah. never sat down and watched it. And Zack Sabre Jr. just he's so um, he's different. so different. Yeah. I, and I just like that. At this, I've watched so much wrestling. I just like people that do things differently. It's interesting in watching him have matches with like high flyers and Tanahashi yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that from New Japan yeah. and really, really conflicting styles. Yeah. That's when I like his matches. So when I was in um. I w- when I went to WrestleMania, he still weekend. is the worst Suzuki Gun member. 
He's not the worst Suzuki yeah, Gun member. <laughs> Every member of Suzuki Gun is the worst Suzuki yep. Gun member. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. is in no way the worst Suzuki Gun member. I love Zack Sabre Jr. Who, who's the worst? I, I, I don't know. Exactly. Taka. He's the worst. Taka's the worst. Sure. No, I love Taka. Um, no, uh, so uh, Evolve had two shows. I was uh, in... Uh, Are we going to that next year? WrestleMania in Dallas. Wrestle, the Dallas show. Are we going to what? Evolve. We're going to go to everything. Yeah, we're going to Is that during the weekend? Yeah. WrestleMania weekend. It's a new Everything one, so. is going to be there. Anyway, go ahead. Come on. Um, you got to go to Wildcat. If you if you aren't sure about going to... If you're going to WrestleMania weekend... Yeah, let us know, too. Go to Wildcat. We're, we're talking about to... Wildcat a lot here on the show. That's, uh, that's our... So a good, easy way... We talk about Wildcat all the time yeah. on this show. Uh, you want to see Wildcat? They'll be having a show during WrestleMania They're doing weekend, a show during so. weekend. So please go to that. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Um. And by the way, once we start getting closer, we'll we'll start talking about our plans for the um the weekend. So if yeah. maybe we'll do a get together, it's meet so some people because it's right across. I mean, it's not like five minutes away from where we're doing the show, but it's it's you know, it's close. It's, it's right there. We live right yeah. two towns over, maybe. Yeah. So and um anyway, continue. So yeah, they're doing Wildcat, um, Rev Pro, Progress, Big Kaiju Evolve, Battle, Ring of Honor, Kaiju, Beyond Wrestling, all kinds of stuff. It's more than I can even name. Um, uh, so I was so. Uh, when they did it in Dallas a few weeks uh, years ago, they had two Evolve shows, and I went to one. The other show had the first Ricochet, or the first I remember hearing of Ricochet versus Will Ospreay, which they ended up doing in New Japan later Twice. that year. That became that big yeah. controversial match, and it was a, essentially the same kind of match that they put on that weekend, and everyone was going crazy about it. Personally, out of the two matches that Bull Ospreay had that weekend that were like uh, that were stood out to me, the one I got to see was better because it was Bull Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. Which is awesome. Ospreay and Ricochet was a clash of the same style. Ospreay versus Jun- Sabre Jr. Two was very, very different styles. You know, I used to which get I them really confused. Loved. Really? Yeah. Well, they're, they were the two, two tall, skinny, young, white dudes. skinny uh, British guys. Yeah. Um, blonde, short-haired British guys, you know. Um, though, Zack Sabre Jr., once you take a look at him he's got such a unique yeah and that's my you know physique um it's interesting that people i guess respect him enough that he gets to work the quote-unquote zach saber jr style match in almost every match that he has i've yeah. never watched him have a match where it didn't feel like he was dictating the match you know which is interesting to th- like how many people can you even say that about and another guy that, that stands out to me like that is keith lee who's mm. Not a high flyer, but is a high flyer See, in I've a way. I've only seen maybe one or two matches of his. Wow, you need yeah. you need to go check out all of his stuff too, because he. I know who he is. Yeah, because I mean his name just comes he's up. He's such so. a big guy. He's um. Yeah, he's a big dude, and not like Kane, ta- Braun Strowman, big guy. I no, mean, like broad. lumbering, like Jeff Cobb. Yeah, not Mark Henry, big, but like a, a guy where you just feel he's not going to be able to get off the ground, off his feet. Period. Let alone doing cartwheels and and jumping jacks and uh, moonsaults and dives and all kinds of stuff. He's he's just a surprise every time you watch him, even when you know what's coming. So those two guys are are in my opinion, I I keep up with them all the time, but um, really making waves on the indie scene. And then Okada, I think has like Okada is such a almost what I think of as like a video game based move set. Where like if you had to create a wrestler and just pick stock moves for the them preset. to have, he's got he's the best preset for a wrestler, which is which is a good or a bad thing because it doesn't feel necessarily like an organic move set, I guess, because it feels like yeah, but stock he, moves. But what he does is perfected. I know, yeah, and it's kind of crazy because his his 
is his drop kick. Obviously, that's yeah. kind of like the the thing. He has that amazing lariat. Yeah. Um, and then the spinning tombstone thing. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is just all executed perfectly. Yeah. Not all over technical moves. Not. Yeah. But there's something about how lanky and tall he is too which makes his drop kicks look better than anybody's Mm -hmm. it's it's similar to why um randy orton's drop kicks look so awesome exactly guys where they just have to get so high and then tuck in so tight because they have such a long frame so that then when they do get in the air and actually stretch out it's like a it's like a mind trip that they even have time to stretch out and then land back on their feet it's crazy. So honorable mentions for me, especially okay. from this this year, is the Young Bucks. These are guys yeah. that uh, I knew of before uh, starting to watch Ring of Honor and New Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, last year I knew of them. Never paid attention to them in the ring. They're you know they're fine, yeah. but their personality, their being the elite uh, YouTube show, t- they won me over. Just just was that alone. I mean, yeah. they they made me care about Cody Rhodes, which I didn't think I would have cared about. Yeah, seeing the Stardust stuff, and now I like Cody a lot. I see. I always, you, you, you're, but I miss so I miss all in that. so many things. You miss all those things, yeah. and I don't. And I I forget about it because we just we stay so current on mm-hmm. things. I forget how what things you haven't so seen. So now, to on. me, Cody is awesome. I love Cody. Yeah. Uh, Hangman Page. This is a guy that I would have never saw. Oh goodness! You should early Hangman Page back when he was in Ring of Honor when he first started. Um, he was such a little like he's beefed up so mm-hmm. much. He was such a small little lanky guy. He looked like. He was with Jimmy Jacobs, and he didn't look that much different from him other than his beautiful baby face and his Goldilock blonde hair. That he's really toughened up in his image over the last couple of years. And then probably right underneath that would be Naito. Yeah, Naito is to me he's the third best person in, in New Japan. So you're like exclusively promote pro, uh, putting over Ring of Honor and and New Japan guys. Yeah, I know. That's okay. It's it's, but it's what you I, like. I've said it before on this podcast. It is my favorite promotion right now. You didn't say any like what about like um because we you've went to your first couple wrestling shows this this year. We went to that uh, SmackDown Live event where you we got did. to see Jinder Mahal, who I knew yeah. you were really excited. I to still see. like Jinder Mahal. He's starting oh, to win God. me back over. I is don't know. he starting? Yeah, he I don't know why. <laughs> this like his weird ten minute segment to talk and say the same thing for the last eight months. Um, let's continue this conversation. We're going to take a real uh, quick break and we'll come right back with this conversation. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Imagine yourself on a journey with the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. All right, we're back. We are back. 
So before we went to the break, you were talking about live shows that I've been to this year. Yeah, you. Well, so, I mean, we went to a few. Like we said, we went to SmackDown. Did you like the SmackDown show? SmackDown, it was cool. It, you you didn't seem to be happy that we sat far away from the, d- from the ring. I need to be close. Okay. I want to I want to be as close as possible. It's one of the reasons, like the Wildcat shows that we've been to. Yeah. Because no matter where you are, there you are close. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's 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 weird. Like even when TNA would do. Um, live events they'd always do them in like arenas even though they would draw like a couple thousand mm-hmm. house where it just so then it just it loses the intimacy that's would have been there which i think i've seen people complain like they it's not even that they go on the road it's that they misjudge somehow incredibly yeah the venues uh, that they should be trying to get and then what's the wildcat show so it, the wildcats don't do that they're, they're literally they're it's a, like watching a show that's done just for you it's great though it's yeah. so great um and it's good wrestling yeah it's awesome like the characters and everybody there is just really really good yeah. so i met scott hall there yeah which is just amazing so comparing like, oh and sandman let's talk about that one you too. get to see so, oh my god so yeah because wildcat does their um family friendly um company i wouldn't say that they're pg but they essentially are yeah but they do a one like adult and we talked about this on the podcast yeah, yeah a year and you went to that one this year this past summer um so yeah sam and pe- poured beer in your face and which yours. was ex- and mine yeah. it was kind of cool I, I still got the beer because i've actually had friends walk in the in the room because i have the beer can it was a, a budweiser he's like why do you have a redneck budweiser sitting on your shelf why i was like to, it's signed redneck thing too i guess I don't it's know. budweiser it's and terrible. it's crushed can I don't know, on my we shelf live in louisiana are we all rednecks here mm, sure um so yeah my, some of my favorite guys at uh wildcat is luke Cox. Luke Hawks is great. I think he's yeah. he's 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 this awesome. This last so. year, I mean, you know, I don't know. You can you can watch you can check out Wildcat. It's Wildcat with a K. Wildcatsports.com, mm-hmm. and they have uh, their shows on. They actually have a a, a streaming service on Vimo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, I think it's like four ninety nine in a month, and you get access to all their back catalog. It's the WWE Network for Wildcat, and it's really you know. And Jinder awesome. Mahal's well, been I, there because I don't have it only because they because they broadcast the shows locally, locally for us. Yeah. Um. So if you have if you live around in Louisiana, you can watch it on my fifty four on Saturdays and Sundays. But uh, they've had tons um, of guys, like I said. Um, Jinder Mahal's been to there. Brian Kendricks, the Brian Kendricks, been there. Stevie Richards was their champion up Richards, until a few months ago. Um, um, Parkour Holly, yeah, um, all kinds of almost every ECW alum, right, right, uh, right. works with them. So good, good group of guys. Um, Matt Lancey is probably my favorite wrestler. That comes out of all of them, yeah, more than Danny Flamingo. He's I like been Danny, on the show. Danny, I like a lot, yeah. personally, just because he's a nice guy. Yeah, uh, but uh, Matt Lancey has an awesome spear. He does have. You're a sucker for the guys I'm with the spear. Sucker for the spear. He does really have a good spear. We he should does. Have I should have mentioned that earlier. And it's rough. It doesn't look yeah. like it's fun to take. Well, yeah. Are you excited about because the the, uh, the Revolution Rumbles this is this Sunday. Yeah. So we it's have a Saturday. Rest, yeah, we have a wrestling show this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. You excited? You um so because you only started going last year me and philip on this show last year we're talking about how last year we saw danny flamingo win that belt yes and how i mentioned that the show that i went to last year their revolution rumble was one of the best wrestling shows i'd ever been to do Mm -hmm. you remember that show i do remember that and that's the show we're about to go to and it's it feels like such a i'm saying it feeling like listening to myself going like well they're really putting over wildcat like are they are they you know it's like but it's like it's just it's it's that it's genuinely really is Mm -hmm. that good scott hall even himself was like i don't know i just 
It's just a. There's nothing specific about what it is. It's just there's this feeling about this group. So we we have that fans just really good. Pretty much all over the world that listen to the show. Yeah, and they listen to the Danny Flamingo episode. Okay, and they just get a kick out of Danny. Yeah, because there's no people we need like to get that around. Yeah, show. we do. Um, we need to get, and that's some of the things. I mean, we've been doing a show for a year. Uh, at next year, we really want to start moving up and trying to get some more. Uh, wrestlers and producers and stuff like that on the show. Oh yeah, yeah from yeah. WWE, uh, retired wrestlers and all that. We we definitely are going to start working on that a little bit more. Yeah, but that's something we're definitely going to work on next year sometime. So yeah, so stay tuned. For stay all tuned. That. But yeah, I'm really excited about the show this Saturday. Can't get enough wrestling. Yeah, I mean that's not. It's weird. That's the been the weirdest thing about this year. This is the first year um, as a wrestling fan that I can think of where I feel like. I can't keep up with everything. It's um, this podcast, for one thing. It's the podcast, but it's... For me, is I try to... Like, I don't... I, other than this week. This week, um, to be honest, was... I, I, I'm, I've been a terrible wrestling fan. Well, we had Halloween. I didn't happy watch... Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, happy um, Halloween. I didn't watch Raw. Yeah. And I didn't watch SmackDown. That's okay. I didn't watch the uh, New Japan show from this weekend. Yeah. The Halloween one. 30th, I think it came out. Um, But for this podcast... I am. I don't watch anything other than wrestling anymore. Well, see, well, the thing is, is before I was on this podcast, it's not like I started watching all the stuff so that I would be able to talk to it. I was already doing already all watching. That. That's all what I'm that. saying is yeah. that once I got the network, before I had the network, you've seen my collection. All I do, yeah, so can, is watch wrestling. I, 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 you finally I, came over to my house. I forgot. Oh, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to <laughs> talk about that a little bit. So I finally went to Sam's house for the first time. I've been knowing him a year. I went there on uh, Christmas uh, Halloween night. Cause yeah. yeah, we went trick or treating in Sam's neighborhood, and he's like, "Do you do you do you want to see my room?" <laughs> yeah, really, you know, like just trepidatiously. Like I don't uh, know, I don't know how to prepare you for the monstrosity. So to show I you. walk, and if if you're a fan of me and a fan of the website and heard me talk about it, we record in a comic book room. It's surrounded yeah. by action figures, toys. I have only been collecting eight years. So everything in this room you see and I have brought in the past eight years. Walking into Sam's room, I realize how dangerous it is to <laughs> collect your whole entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's floor to ceiling, every single wall. There's not a space to put anything. No, there's no I'm I'm stocked up. I got nothing. I got no room or room for anything else. Uh, it was impressive, sir. Thank you. It was I, very I, impressive. That's the that's the sentiment you hope for and not not like you're a loser yeah or i'd I'd like to think that i wouldn't invite any of those people to come look at the room but just you know it's 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 the it's the weirdness of i know what i know about you and Mm -hmm. how we're friends it's not surprising that you are a wrestling fan yeah walking into your room i didn't you were past a wrestling fan i know I'm you a, are you you have a problem. I sir. think I do have a problem. That's true. And that's the thing is that I was always like, yeah, this isn't even all my stuff. No, it, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'd retire. I mean, there comes a point in most people's lives that happened 15 years ago where you start retiring VHS tapes mm-hmm. of things. No, you just and I only recently did that with with a lot of them. Uh, I'm still working on it. Tapes, man. Tapes, man. Ta- right. I think of tapes. It's because of tape trading. We have the internet now, and that's what I'm saying about you. You have nonstop access to wrestling. You have WWE. Um, so you have high definition accessibility to wrestling you have with YouTube. the WWE Network. You have YouTube. Um, you got New Japan World. It's just crazy how much accessibility to wrestling you have 24 hours a day all the time. Before you had to get, to, you had to find tapes. Like when I was a kid, that's what I used to do. I used to go to like, even like Goodwills and things like that, just trying to find 
as many wrestling tapes as I can find just to get more and more content. And now I feel like I miss those things. I don't have to like do this weird like scavenger hunt for wrestling online and like going yeah, on but the, and buying stuff like that because that it's all was it's some all of the fun of it though. yeah it's like how i feel about action figure collecting now because it used to be i would hit like every toys of rust in like a ten thousand mile yeah. radius you know i would go to everyone from uh louisiana mississippi and alabama mm-hmm. just to find my marvel legends and back before that it was my mcfarland figures todd mcfarland figures like now i just order them online well i mean uh the nakamura pop figure came out this last week mm-hmm. and i was assuming that i was going to get to toys r us and it was going to be sold out because they were sold out online i saw people selling them for like a hundred dollars on ebay that's weird that day so i get to toys r us and there's like 12 of them stacked up in the back there's like you looking for these i'm like yeah he's like yeah here you go here. <laughs> Like no big deal, it's just so weird. So I I think um we uh thank you Sam thank me thank oh, you thank you thank, thank you, you. um uh, for being here for a year. Well, uh, Sam has not missed one podcast. I haven't in a whole entire year. I mean, I have canceled podcasts, so I've missed this after podcast. I was knocking on the door and he had to send me home. That's never happened. No. I never let you drive all the way here. <laughs> uh, Sam has not missed one podcast since we started. I like to think of it's it's. I'd, I'd love to sit here and brag about a good work ethic, but it's not even that. Um, I believe that that's true, and, I, and I'm not going to dampen that. Um, that's a moral that every Disney movie has taught me, which is to work hard and regardless of what it is. I don't live by that motto, unfortunately. However, if you're doing something involved with something that you are passionate about or love or just interested in, there's no excuse for not going all the way with it because life's too short. We like doing the podcast. Yeah. Even if nobody was listening, I think we would probably still do it. Like it's a weird we would thing, probably like, get together I mean, like, and do a talk. Anyway. This, it's a weird thing to think like even if I didn't if I stopped loving doing this podcast, I would still love it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand I don't know how to better explain it than yeah. that. Like that's that thing. It's like there's some things that are just engraved and people are not and for whatever reason wrestling And this is kinda of turned into routine now because it feels really weird when we don't record the, the weeks that we do miss. Oh yeah. And it's like, like a hangover. So I know we don't record on Wednesday. So here, here's our schedule. We record on Wednesday. Yeah. I edit on Thursday. We release on Friday. That's why we, sometimes we miss news and stuff. When I do, we don't record, I sit around Wednesday night going, man, something feels off. Something feels weird. So I get off of work on Thursday, come home. I usually edit for two or three hours, however long it takes me to edit. Then I sit around with all this time on my hand like, yeah. man, I should have just recorded last night. You should have. Yeah. So, but that's a good sign whenever you don't do something and you feel like you should have been doing it anyway. Thank you for even all if the you're sick or nauseous. Positive or feedback for the podcast. Up James Ellsworth dog outfits online. Um, five star reviews on iTunes. Only five stars. Only five stars. We want some Rob Van Dam five star frog splash reviews. Six stars if you can, but you can't do no, that. Kenny Omega. We want five stars. <laughs> Six and a half stars. You know, okay, I want to say this. You said Kenny Omega. Okay, I want to say this. That match too. That was not the first six star match that he ever rated either. Okay. Yeah, I know. Just that. I want to put this out there. But if you go on the Wrestling Observer website, that match is not rated as six stars anymore. Or it's just, it doesn't point it out as six stars. The Misawa um, Kawada match from 1996, which was the first. The first. It was the first match that he rated six stars. You is not listed in their like top rated matches on 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 their website anymore. I don't know why. Because he's a giant mark for Kenny Omega. Because you can't, you can't find it on. You have to you have to go on Daily Motion to find it. Whatever. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Watch that match. Instagram. You want? I'm not even talking to our listeners. Yeah, I, I'm talking I need, to you, I Chris. To. You yeah, I know. I know of the match. I've never seen it. Though. I'll watch it. You didn't ask me my top five favorites of all time. I'm not gonna tell you. That. 
you told me already. I don't really care. That's, that shouldn't change. That should stay the same. Yeah, you're right. That's I just said it because I wrote, wrote mine down and I we still have We want five stars reviews. That's five stars need. reviews. That's all we want. Go do that. Uh, subscribe. Go tell your friends. You have uh, friends that are into wrestling. Let them know. Uh, share this post. Go on our Facebook page. Share this post. Was I'm going to write on this notepad, and if you have to hear the scribbling on the audio feedback, you're going to have to deal with it. What the hell, Chris? Share. Inappropriate. With your friends. If you love the podcast, rate it and let us know. If you hated the podcast, rate, rate it five and stars let us and know. let us know. And if you were um, indifferent to the podcast, tell all of your friends about this podcast, which was a complete waste of time, but you're not upset about it, and rate it and give Leo a review. Thank you for sticking with us for a whole entire year. Yeah. Um, here's uh, to many more years to come. Yeah. I'll um, toast. I'll, I'll hold up my championship. I'll toast your war. Because you don't have another belt. Uh, we have been Nerds of Square Circle, and we have been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. That's Philip, the dude with the headband who has nothing to say. And I am Sam Jericho. We'll see you next Friday. Thank y'all.